up and we're live. Can you hear me, Andrew? I absolutely can. Awesome. What's up, guys? Welcome to Account of Broody, the Twitter Spaces show and podcast where we sit back, crack a cold one, and hold each other accountable in our personal and professional lives. Dude, that was legit. Well, first, I'll introduce you, Drake. So, yes, that first voice that you heard, that is Mr. Drake Crabtree. He owns and operates Curb Appeal, which is a pretty dope business, and helps run a family hardware store, which is also super dope. Plus, he uh, hates public speaking and even bombed a pitch we did together when we were working on a dating company. It was very entertaining. Well, thanks for sharing that, Andrew. Yes, I did. And I will continue to bomb pitches. I will continue to bomb these talks. I will continue to embarrass myself because that is what I'm good at, along with running my business curb appeal. Um, and the other guy you're hearing talk is Andrew Schwalick. He runs his own marketing agency called Twelveful and hosts a vlog series on his YouTube channel. Um, also, various other things. Plus, he likes bowling people. Pace based upon their personality flaws and past mess-ups and embarrassing moments. <laughs> you're not you're not 100% wrong, at least specifically for you, and also specifically because we got together to do this pitch, which we practiced. We had a slide deck, and you just, you just died. Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I deserve <laughs> to be bullied about that. This <laughs> is one of my favorite memories. No, and one of my least favorites. But, you know, you live and you learn. You just got to move forward. Hey, that's what entrepreneurship, that's what it's all about, man. Yes, it is. Learning from your failures. 100%. (laughs) So, all right. I guess we should probably introduce what accountability is all about. So, this is going to be, like you mentioned in the intro, a Twitter space where we hang out, do this live type of show. We're drinking an awesome beer that we're going to introduce, of course. And then we're also talking about accountability, trying to hold each other accountable, audience members accountable, and anyone that wants to join and hang out. Because Drake and myself, as you kind of could hear from that introduction, we're both entrepreneurs, but do a variety of different things and need to be held accountable. Yes, we do. And I, I count on you guys um, to help, help hold me accountable for everything that I need to be doing in life that sometime I lack. Yeah, 100%. So, Me too. So let's dive right in with the accountability check right off the front. So what this will actually be is a specific either micro or macro task that we share with one another. And then hopefully, as this continues to grow, have you guys, the audience, share some things that you want to be held accountable on as well. And then as we do these weekly episodes, we'll then reflect on last week's task to see if we were able to be held accountable to get that knocked out. And then also have a new task for the next following week. So, Drake, what is your task that you want to be held accountable for for this next week? So, on the micro side of things, um, there's just something I've been wanting to get done. I've kind of got it started, but I haven't finalized it yet. It's something pretty simple. I want to get my estimate sheet finalized. So, for you, for those of you who don't know, I run a service-based business. We're often giving estimates to clients. So, I go out and look at a project, um, jot down all sorts of inf- information, then put together an estimate to send to them. 
Um, currently, I've been writing that on scratch paper. Um, I have kind of a formula that I use, but I just write it on a regular notebook sheet. Um, sometimes those can get misplaced. Um, sometimes my handwriting isn't the neatest and I don't always follow the exact same format that I need to be doing or I'll miss something. So what I want to do is just get together, which I've already started to, but I want to finalize that estimate sheet. So each time I show up at a client's house or a, a prospect client, um, I can just pull out this sheet that has everything that I need to go over with them, everything, all the fields for everything I need to jot down. And um, it keeps it all neat and tidy in one place. So I want to have that done by next week. Yep. That's the big thing. Nice. That's pretty solid. So overall, is that going to be essentially a template that you can like brand a little bit and then just have as that consistent template you're using for every potential? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it will need to be tweaked over time, but as of now, it will, it will be very beneficial because like I said, it will just help me keep everything neat and tidy and in the same format time and time again, but also down the road, what it will allow me to do if I can keep these neat and enter them back online, it will give me all sorts of analytics on the actual measurements and, and these jobs that I'm doing. And when I go in and enter information into these estimate sheets after a job to kind of compare job to job, it will uh, just give me a lot of analytics into my business and, and how smoothly we're operating and, and forecasting and so on and so forth. So it, it could it could add a lot more value down the road as well. Nice. That's clutch. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty solid accountability task because, yeah, that will be something that will carry over for you as you continue to grow your business. That's pretty dope. Do you, do you want a macro one? I can throw a macro one in there because I need to be held accountable for this. And I want I want people to know. But I I started my business, Curb Appeal, without a formal business plan. And I need to get back to that. I need to put it together and I need to start working on that. So overall, in the coming weeks and coming months and coming episodes of this, I want to be making progress on that. Nice. Good for you. That's a pretty heavy duty task. So nice. Yeah, I'll that's be able to definitely cool. hold you accountable to that. But why do you want a business plan? Um, because learning as I've run this business and I've, we've, I've been told by so many people over time and in my entrepreneurship programs and different speaking events we've gone to, people always say to make a business plan. And now that I've run, ran this business, I've kind of learned, I need to put on paper what I've become, what I want to continue to become and how I want to look in the future. So right now I just have all these ideas in my head and, and have this kind of vision drawn up in my head. But, uh, None of it's written down. None of it's like formalized. And I, I just want it to be a little bit more formal, especially because uh, my business is a partnership. So I share it with someone else. So for me to have all these visions in my head, not on paper, they're just in my head and he can't read my thoughts. So having it on paper and having a formal plan together, we can kind of go over it together and, and talk it out because maybe we don't have the same vision in head. So I think getting a business plan together and going over it um, as a group um, will allow us to kind of focus more on what we want to become in case our ideas are different. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Nice, man. That's a, that's a very nice way to structure that. I'm excited to see how your business plan develops and how we all can kind of help hold you accountable to that. Nice. Cool. So what about you? So I have one specific task that I've been somewhat putting off a little bit. I run 12 full, it's a marketing agency and I want to have all of the setup tasks completed for our new client as well as at least half of those tasks created into a process that we can replicate. So when we bring on a new client, of course, there are a variety of different setup things that you need to do. So getting access to some of their accounts, making sure that the foundational social media profiles are established, all that kind of stuff. So I want to make sure that they are set up for this new client that we just brought on, as well as 
the processes are documented for those. So it makes signing up and bringing on new clients, that onboarding process much easier. So, so yeah, essentially you want to onboard this client this week and you want to document the process. So you have more of a formalized onboarding process moving forward, a structured onboarding process for clients. Yep, exactly. So similar to what you want to do. So you have that kind of template thing that you can base your proposals off of. I want to have that for our internal group so that all employees, including myself, we can just easily onboard and make it a much easier process. Makes sense. Sounds kind of sounds kind of important as as you bring people on. And like you said, as you've told me in the past, as you want to grow and and allow other people to take more uh, responsibility within your business. Yeah, absolutely. That is the plan. So that was our accountability check. So Drake and I will go back and forth and talk about the specific tasks that we want to do. But then that also goes out to the audience as well. We want to hear what projects you're working on and maybe a specific task that you want to be held accountable to. So if anyone that does join the space, Cameron, I'm also looking at you, feel free to raise your hand. Let us know if you do want to speak and toss in something that you want to be held accountable for. And then we will just have a quick conversation about that. And then hopefully you can join us next week again and let us know if you were able to accomplish that task and how that's helped propel your business forward. Sound good, Drake? Yeah, I'd love to hear other people's. And I'm looking forward to making sure you've handled your stuff. If not, you're going to be punished. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should structure it that way. Maybe we have a punishment that we have to allow people that don't accomplish their tasks. Uh, we'll, we'll figure something out there. Sweet. Okay, but so on to oh no, no, let me let me on to the more exciting part, you yes. know. Up my alley is what this is really all about. Yeah, we're gonna hold each other accountable, but do you not get the brewity part? The beer. So we're gonna share and indulge in these delicious brewed beers, these craft beers, and uh give you an idea of what we're drinking. Yes. So I don't actually know a whole lot about beer, so I'm excited to also use this show slash podcast to help diversify my knowledge a little bit. Yeah. So uh, what are you drinking tonight, Andrew? I have an Alaskan citrus wheat from the Alaskan Brewing Company. Again, I'm not a huge beer guy, so I don't really know much about beer, but I did do a little research on the Alaskan Brewing Company myself because the business side, that's super interesting to me and how little breweries like this get started. So it is legitimately in Alaska. It opened in 1986 by a young couple, a young couple, Geoff and Marcy. And they started by brewing beer from Gold Rush era recipes. So they had these recipes from beer that was made during the Gold Rush when everyone was like running out west to try to find gold. And now they ended up turning all those recipes into the Alaskan Brewing Company. It's pretty cool. I'm excited. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to taste it. And we're going to drink this beer as we go. And then toward the end of our episode, we'll let you know what we think. Because this should be a new beer that we've never really tasted before. But, Drake, what are you drinking? Uh, well, your beer sounds pretty cool. I just got to start by saying that. A little bit more history behind yours than mine. Um, but I am drinking a beer called the Miller's Porter um, from Buckeye Lake Brewery. So this is actually where I live, my local brewery. Um, I've been there many of times, and uh, this is their dark porter beer. They they have a wide variety of beers there, um, just just about any kind. They're always rotating them as well, so they don't really uh, specialize in anything in particular. But dark beers are my favorite, so that's what I've decided to go with. But uh, yeah, Buckeye Lake Brewery. They opened in February of 2012. They've had some ups and downs because they kind of thrive off the lake, which has had its ups and downs, um, as you know. But it's a pretty cool area. It's a really cool brewery, 
right across the street from the lake. Um, great beers, great atmosphere. And yeah, it's, it's one of my local favorites. So I am going to crack open this Miller's Porter and take a nice little sip. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I love the local aspect. So I think that's kind of my goal too. I'm going to hopefully be hunting down some local breweries and snagging their beers so I can learn about them, drink it a little bit, support local business too on these shows. Just be careful though, because what I learned going in there, because that's it's one of the few breweries really close by, so it made it easy for me to go grab this before the episode. But uh, some breweries obviously or apparently don't sell like six packs or small cans or bottles. So my only option for getting something to go was a 32 ounce crowler. So it's just a, basically a giant can of beer. It's like more so like almost three beers in one. So not ideal, but you got to go with what you got. Hey, now you're just going to be feeling great for this episode. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So well, now we got our beers. The next thing we just want to dive into spur a little bit of creativity since we are entrepreneurs is just talking about an interesting business idea. That could be something that we've thought up ourselves. Maybe something we wanted to work on. We just haven't had the time. Maybe it's something we've heard somebody else talk about and just think is really cool. So that's what we're going to dive into. So Drake, what is the business concept or idea that you want to chat about today? So um, I haven't been focusing so much. I know we used to do a lot of this ideation where we'd come up with business ideas all the time. So um, in preparation of this, I didn't do a ton. Um, next week, I'll definitely think of some new ideas. But uh, a couple that I've been sitting on um, in relation to the field I'm currently in, which is primarily exterior maintenance, do a lot of painting and things like that. Um, a couple of cool ideas I've come up with just based on because um, a lot of what, what, they, what I hear is, what it, I forget the actual percentage, but a very large percentage of people come up with their ideas or their businesses based on the field that they're in or their current job. So uh, I've thought of a few things that would just make my life and my workers' lives a lot easier as far as just standard tools go for, for painting. Um, one would just be like a gutter shield. Um, if you've ever spray painted, like actually like out of a big paint sprayer, um, you know that overspray is deadly. You can get it on anything and everything around your job site. Um, and it can it can wreak havoc and cost you thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars if you just get paint all over everything in the area you're working at. So I've come up with a cool different shield ideas to help protect against that overspray. Can't go into too much detail because, you know, I don't want anyone stealing that idea. <laughs> Some really good concepts. Um, and then just something else that goes along with that, another painting tool that uh, I, I like to call Bucket Buddy. Just kind of something you could strap to your painting pail or your painting bucket um and it holds a lot of your tools for you so it's like a tool belt for your painting gallon or painting pail um may not sound like much to you guys much to you um but when it comes to having these tools when you're out in the field working um we've kind of made our makeshift ones and it makes life so much easier and just just easier so um yeah those are just two of my ideas they're both around the, the painting tool realm um and yeah, I'd really like to make me take my prototypes a step further because I kind of have prototypes. Yeah, I think that's something I could easily do and would have great success. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. You actually have someone of prototypes for these types of things, too. So is your actual game plan to follow through with this at, with at least one of them? Not at the moment. Right now, I just use them to make my life easier. Um, I don't it would just be a lot of work to try to run my business and make these. Um, or try to bring anything like this to market, but the the bucket buddy in particular, the tool belt for my for my paint cans, that is actually something I really love and something that I could see myself pursuing or myself and my business partner Jeff pursuing down the road because I really do think it's really feasible and 
it's so convenient that I think other painters re would really like to have one. So it, it is something that I've considered that my business partner and I have considered together. But uh, as of now, there's no like great plan to actually pursue it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's cool, though, that you have such like a specific need that you've already created solutions for yourself that ultimately could be beneficial in a market sense. That's one. Plus, I've always wanted to have more of a product focused company because just I think marketing products are fun. And I know we've even talked about that, too. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That you kind of have that in your back pocket. Yeah, I've always wanted to. We've talked about that at length. Like I've always wanted to bring a product to market. Um, going to trade shows, I think, would be a blast trying to sell my product to local businesses or retail businesses. Um, I just think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I Which, completely agree. Yeah, so so that's well, that's what I have going on. Just two little simple ideas, but uh, they're both cool, and I I think they're they're truly functional. But how about you? What what kind of cool business ideas do you have running through your head? Yeah, so mine is a little bit more based off of a recent event that has happened to me, and it's not something that I would probably ever pursue because I don't think I have the knowledge to make something like this. But I recently, and I say recently, like within the last two weeks, tore my meniscus playing soccer. So one of my other projects is running a nonprofit called Delaware Rising Football Club and it's like a legit soccer team. We just kicked off our season, but I was hoping to actually play just a little bit this year and while I was training, the meniscus popped on me and I've always had meniscus problems is what my surgeon has told me. So, I've been through all that process. The surgery went well, everything is good. They did have to remove part of the meniscus because it was so shattered and torn from the previous issues that I've had. Even when I was young, it was kind of like popping and all that. And he said that, yeah, that was just more like micro tears. So it was really destroyed. They had to remove it. So there are two situations that go on. One, it's too torn and destroyed. You got to remove that section that is torn and destroyed, or it's just torn and you can actually sew it back together if it's still in good shape. Again, mine was not, so I wasn't able to do that. So now I actually just had a consultation, just check up after the surgery with the surgeon. Awesome dude. But he did tell me I'm not able to run really much anymore at all. So that means I shouldn't really be playing soccer. So it wasn't too pumped about that. Soccer like is really a main part of my life. So I had to figure out some type of way to say, okay, I'm still going to find a way to play because yeah, my doctor legitimately said, yeah, there's not really much you can do. Ultimately, you're going to end up hurting your knee, get arthritis and probably need a knee replacement if you don't really take it easy on that knee. So I've done some more research on this topic of, hey, how do you kind of recover from getting part of your meniscus taken out, especially if you are an athlete? Because I know a ton of athletes have this issue and it does need to get removed many times. If you're a professional, like you got to get back. That's your career. So how does that work? So I did some research today and tried to figure out how I could end up getting back on the pitch and still playing. And from what I found in my research, it kind of depends on your doctor. Of course, there are going to be different variations of how much your meniscus is removed, your own personal health, your body weight. So a lot of different factors influencing the risk that you'll need to take of continuing to play. But from the research, I found that each doctor has their own opinion on how to answer that question and how to get you back fit playing, which I, I guess it does make sense because sometimes you go to a doctor, you don't necessarily think that that diagnosis is the best. So then you go to another one to get a second opinion. I'm not necessarily going to go get a second opinion, but I would love if there was a database full of doctors from different realms, different places in the world, different experience, different levels that I could just ask simple questions to. Not anything where they need to diagnose me or provide like hardcore medical advice. I would just want to ask a simple question of, yo, what would be your idea of 
my situation where I want to continue to play soccer, not professional or anything, but just recreationally, are there certain things I could do? Do you think it's a big risk? So if I could just go to that database and have multiple doctors respond with their insights, I think that would be great. So I would love to develop that type of database where all of those doctors are there. Maybe they get paid, figuring out a monetization method would be super fun. And then just allowing them to provide their insights. Maybe they can create content on that site so that they can become more like industry experts. But yeah, just a place for people to ask simple questions like mine to get insights on how to handle maybe post-surgery type of situations. That's, that's, that sounds really cool. I'm sorry to hear that you've gone through all that. I know you've mentioned a little bit too. That's that's definitely tough. So I see you with with this idea. I totally understand where you're coming from, and that, that's really rough. But, uh, yeah, it, it sounds like a really good concept. I mean, it sounds like a more professional version of, I mean, I don't use a lot of web forms and stuff like that. But, I mean, Reddit, for instance, you go on, you ask questions, you, you start threads, but it's just so general and so – such a wide variety and there's no like i don't know i guess true merit to those answering questions so this just sounds like a way more professional like more specific platform like that where you go and you ask these questions but you actually have verified doctors answering your questions and, and giving you good insight so i mean that sounds like millions of people can could use that and need that yeah so it was actually kind of based off of like the reddit type of structure but yeah, just a little bit more verified. You have legit doctors and hopefully you could figure out a way to monetize it. Maybe provide a little kickback to the doctors, maybe yeah. some type of way to keep the platform running as well. But yeah, I think that would be just something super beneficial because it is so stressful with all of the different forum things that are out there from one standpoint. It could be anybody saying anything, which is a little stressful because maybe people are making stuff up and just trying to freak you out. But then also, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then also the other side of that being and making sure that you do have somebody verified so you know what you're getting into. And then the other third string of that is WebMD is just terrifying in and of itself because if you have any symptom, you Google it, you're going to end up telling yourself that you have cancer and convincing yourself and stressing yourself out. That's my thought. Is like it's so hard because like I think in your case, it really makes a lot of sense. But you have so many people who I forget the correct term for it, but who think they have everything. Yes. So you'd have these people. I think you'd have a vast majority of the people on this platform going in there with like the stupidest problems, uh, not not to be rude, but like just problems that probably aren't really problems and going in and asking doctors and taking doctors times um, for, for pretty stupid or nonsense questions. Um, yeah. So you'd have to find that out. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that would be nice, but maybe even, I think it would be kind of fun. I would put maybe like 10 or 20 bucks behind my question to get it answered by doctors. Maybe that's the way you monetize it. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That yeah. makes more and more sense. And yeah, that definitely entice doctors a little bit more. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe someone will, someone will listen to this and then get inspired to create something. So if you're all about that and you have the capabilities and skills to develop something, to code that, have at it. And then once you do get it ready to rock and roll, let me know. Cause I would love to use it. You want to bump back up to the accountability check and make that one of your tasks? You want to get a business plan <laughs> together for that? I would love to, but I'm already probably working on way too many things. So I'll put it on the back burner for now. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> now, we got business ideas. That was fun. Let's talk about our current businesses that we are working on. So let me hear it. What do you got for me? Well, uh, as I've kind of mentioned earlier in this episode, and people will come to learn, um, my main business, my my, uh, my main nine to five day to day life is my business, Herb Appeal. I uh, have a business partner, Jeff, who's awesome. Um, we work together great. 
but it is a exterior maintenance business with a focus in exterior painting and coatings, um, as well as trim siding replacements. Um, that's our main gist. We also offer a few other various services, but that's that's the that's our big uh, breadwinner. But uh, yeah, so we do a ton through that. Um, I spend just about all my time on that business. Um, we finished a big project today, starting another one tomorrow. Um, pretty cool. It's it's awesome. We had a, a client just really happy with the project we finished today. Um, the colors didn't quite turn out like she expected, but she still absolutely loved it. Um, did some extra work for her. So it's always super satisfying finishing a project because sometimes we have projects that span two, two and a half weeks. This one was just about a week. I think we started just about a week ago. So it's always nice wrapping up and moving on to the next one. So did that today. Um, um, we have an, our, one of our new guys leaving. I, I don't know what it's called. He's actually he's in the National Guard and he's going away for this month long training where he's actually out in like a uh, simulated combat out in like out in like hundreds and uh, probably thousands of acres in Virginia. Um, but it, it sounds cool. He, he's not looking super forward to it. And I'm not either because that means we're down one of our great employees for the next month. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see him head off and do some training and hopefully learn some from it and come back a, a stronger person. Um, and yeah, I just need, there's so much I need to get done. And that's what this is for, for, for curb appeal. Um, as far as business plan, estimate sheet, there's so many other things that I have on my to-do list that just seems to never end that I need to get done. Um, starting this business from scratch, ground up, not knowing a ton about what we do at first. It's just like I'm always learning new things, always finding more things that I need to do. So um, it's pretty awesome. But that's that's my current business. That's what I'm dealing with in life right now with my business. Thanks, um, man. Well, also, I'll share a little bit of tid tidbit on the other thing. Um, my family has a hardware store that I take part in. Um, currently, with Curve Appeal doing so well and us trying to grow right now and this being our busy season, um, I haven't been doing much for our hardware store, which is called Crabtree's Logan Sales. Um, but right now, they have a huge project going on. Um, we went and bought showing from a true value that had closed about a year and a half ago. And, I mean, we're talking – several semi-trucks worth of shelving that we we packaged up, sent up here, and we've had in storage. And as of a week and a half ago, we started putting it all together and actually re-shelving re, re our store, um, which is changing the layup, cha changing the layout, just changing the whole way the store is structured. So uh, that project's been going on for about a week and a half, and they've made excellent progress. I've gotten pictures of it, but I haven't been down to see it yet, and I am super excited to. It sounds awesome. This, the shelving that they're putting up is really nice. It's almost brand new. Um, so so that's going on on the other other side of things. So really excited for that. Nice, man. Yeah, I've actually been to your shop when you were not there, when none of your family was there. But it was cool to see, and I'm excited to eventually get back down there and see all this nice new shelving, too. Let's go. Yeah, it's like a whole new store. We've been doing a lot of work down there um, through this winter. Um, they hired Curb Fuel for a couple small projects, and then – on my weekends, I went down there and helped out with some stuff. And um, compared to six months ago to now, the store would not be recognized. Like you, you wouldn't recognize the store. Nice, it's, that's cool. It's it's crazy how much progress has been made. So Good. really cool stuff. Nice. What, about you? what cool things do you have going on with your businesses? Yes. So I have two main things that I've currently been working on and have been taking up the majority of my time. First is Twelve Folds of the marketing agency that I talked about 
we've been bringing on new clients. So we've hit a phase where we're starting to try to bring on new clients. My brother actually just recently graduated. He is our graphic designer. So bringing him on now full time has been a blessing. And we are now in a position where we can bring on some of those new clients. So we did, as I mentioned earlier, again, as well, bring on a new client. So we're in the process of onboarding them, which is exciting. So a lot of tasks based around that. So that's kind of the core of what my accountability is for this coming week. We want to solidify those processes of onboarding so that we can make it a whole lot easier on ourselves as we do continue to grow faster and making that process overall easier. And then another thing that will probably be popping up in my accountability checklist will be trying to hire someone. So we're thinking maybe internship first so we can kind of get our feet wet and of course a paid internship because I'm not a fan of unpaid interns unless it is for a nonprofit. So we'll try to be probably going that route or maybe somebody part-time. We'll see how that that lines out, but we're going to try to get that organized and figure out the hiring process as well. So actually, Drake, I'm going to hit you up for some information on that one and your insights. The other chunk of my time is spent with Delaware Rising, essentially because it is our season and we just kick that off. So there's a lot of things going on with that. We just had our first match last weekend. We did lose 4-3 to a really solid team who's actually a feeder team to the division above us. So they were pretty solid. But that was exciting. It was so much fun. We had around 50 fans show up for the first match. So we're super pumped to see the community getting engaged and being excited on that front as well. We've already sold, I think, around eight jerseys off of the website as well. So things are rolling with that. But it's just been so much time getting the website built, creating that content, getting things shipped and sold, building the brand. There's just so much we can do. So we're trying to like focus in on what we can and should do first. So those are probably the two big things I've been working on, and those are probably the big the big two projects I'll be weaving into our accountability checklist as we go forward. But my kind of goal, I think, maybe with this, the current business topics we talk about, kind of give an insight onto some of the businesses and the projects we're working on, and then maybe going forward, we can offer up one thing, like a piece of advice that we have, and then one thing we would need help on. So maybe that is like, just getting people's opinions on a decision that we're going to potentially make or trying to get some resources so we can learn more about a specific business topic that we need to focus in on. But I think something like that might be kind of cool. What do you think? I like that. I really like that. I don't know if I have any advice for people. There are any useful advice. Oh, I'm sure you do. I don't want to steer people wrong. Well, it'll be uh, great to learn from maybe some of your failures. Like when you try to pitch that dating company, I think that would be great. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like that idea though. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So we can we can kind of have that structure going going forward. And then if we do have audience members that are working on projects as well that maybe they need some help on, they can offer up their thoughts too and maybe get some feedback from, from the group and the other audience members. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It sounds like you got a great or like a bunch of great stuff going on. It sounds really cool. Um I really hope you get someone hired soon. Hopefully that process goes goes well because that in the current state of America right now it's really tough and but I feel like you're a great person and you got a great thing going on so it shouldn't be too hard for you yeah and starting a soccer team I feel like it's so many people's dreams so that's just cool in and in and of itself so it's really cool that you're making all that happen yeah I appreciate it man yeah it's been a fun learning experience too so I will hit you up on uh, the hiring experience because I know we chatted about that a little bit as well but now we all got so much stuff going on life is crazy people like me send ads and other content to you almost nonstop. So let's take a little break. Let's do a personal check-in. Just Drake, how you doing? Dude, this beer is pretty good. You know, I, uh, light's good. I, uh, 
I've been I've been talking to you more, which is fantastic. Um, we've been going we go back so far and we've been friends for so long. So just getting to catch up with you more and and getting to talk with you more, that's already just that's been great great experiences here recently. But uh, outside of that, um, with with business going well, the weather getting better, um, I'm just much happier place. You know, winter I don't get like serious seasonal depression, but winter's never great. You know, I always look fat forward to this spring and summertime where I can enjoy outside activities. So that that coming coming about has just been great. Put me in a better place here recently, and I got a lot of fun stuff to look forward to. Going out of town this weekend for a memorial Memorial Day trip up to Kelly's Island, which would be an absolute blast. I look forward to doing it. I do it every year. So so a lot of good stuff going on. A lot of happiness in the air. Nice man. Well I'm glad to hear that. That's great. Good for you. What about you? Dude, life is good. I can't complain. I'm right there with you with the warmer weather. I actually just hammocked today out in my backyard, and I was just chilling, reading a book, taking a little bit of a break for lunch. It was a lovely experience. Always ups the spirits when you can just hang outside in shorts and a t-shirt, just enjoy the sun. So life is good on that front. But other than that, my wife, she's fantastic. I am married. That happened just fairly recently. And I know, Drake, I keep bugging you to check in on your love life to make sure... uh, Things are good on that front too. Maybe try to, we <laughs> <laughs> try to find you a significant other at some point. But wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, can I stop you there for an important pointer or something I learned today in that realm? Absolutely. So you know when you're going to get car insurance or just general insurance for your for your personal self, um, it used to be at the age of 25 that your rates got adjusted because they kind of see you as an responsible adult. So like at 25, your rates would go down. Um, talking to my insurance agent today because I'm I was redoing redoing my insurance, um, and she, she she shared that with me. She said typically we used to readjust rates at 25 because you were an adult, but we stopped doing that. That's really not the case anymore. So I asked her, so what is the case? And she's like, well, you're gonna hate to hear this answer, but you got to get married. <laughs> so now even my insurance agent is hating on my love life, telling me I need to get married. So thought you'd find that funny. That is very funny. I'm glad that somebody else can kind of nudge you in that direction <laughs> yeah. too and also make fun of you. <laughs> yeah. But that is actually a good just tip in general because when Rachel and I did get married, of course, we like merged our insurance so that our vehicles are on the same insurance plan. And yeah, that like decreased her insurance that she was paying individually by almost half. So yeah, That's when you do get married, yeah, if you try to like merge your insurance stuff, that is very beneficial. So make yeah. sure yeah, you do that. I feel discriminated against him, I'm just going to say. <laughs> I think it's just your lack of ability to find a significant other. Well, I just want to be single the rest of my life. They're going to punish me for being single? That's fair. That's fair. I don't, I don't feel like that should be punished. Yeah, oh, I feel like I'm getting punished. <laughs> I feel like you have really maybe not reached the threshold yet of adulthood, so I'm kind of yeah, torn in both fair ways. Fair enough, man. We'll see. We'll see. By the time I'm 35 and <laughs> still single, we'll see if they've adjusted my rates yet. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, 35, that may should be the cap of, yeah, all right, we see it. You're probably an adult by now. May as well just knock the raids. <laughs> but the actual reason I did bring up my lovely wife is because on my personal check-in, she is ready for a child. And I definitely want to have children, and I'm very excited for that. But I think I'm just trying to hold off for maybe just about another year, just get Get some things ironed out, maybe get a house, hopefully as the market cools down a bit. But yeah, life overall, it's good. It's exciting. New things are on the horizon. Business is going well. It's warm weather. Can't complain. 
Yeah, that's a lot. That's huge, though, uh, having kids, especially, like, in, in the realm of entrepreneurship. That is – that's huge. Uh, that's a big commitment. That's a lot of time, and but it's also a huge step in life, and I feel like some something that everyone should get to experience if they want to. So that is awesome, and I hope that happens, but that's so scary imagining a little Andrew Schwalk running around. Well, since my wife wants to have kids, we may as well have 11 so I can at least feel the full soccer team. No, <laughs> there you go. You're pop them out quick then so they can all play together in the same age group. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Two sets the, whole, of triplets. the whole U.S. women's national team just to be full of Schwalics. That's the dream. That'd be wild. That's, <laughs> that's scary. All right, uh, enough talking about baby Andrews. Let's talk about our beers. This is the section we're just going to talk about. The review, we've had some time to drink at least a bit of our beer. Maybe you've made a dent in your massive uh, Yeah, maybe like 10 ounces out of 32. <laughs> so uh, how was it? What's the review? It's pretty good. Um, like I said, so this is a porter, um, and it's a pretty standard porter. Nothing's too special about it. Um, and for that, like, it's good, but there's like, like I said, there's nothing too special about this. It's a standard porter. So uh, if I was to give it a rating, I'd probably give it around a six, six and a half, probably probably six. Um, I drink it again. Yeah, I drink it again, but it's not something I'd go out of my way to drink. It being local, definitely will drink it again. Um, but yeah, just nothing to rant rave over. Give it a try if you like porters and you're just looking for a run of the mill. I mean, I'd suggest it, but I wouldn't say go out of your way for it. Nice. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty decent rating overall, so not bad. Yeah. Now, mine was you? the Alaskan Citrus Wheat again, and I, again, not a huge beer guy, so still trying to figure that world out. I do not love dark beer. I do know that. I actually lived in Ireland for a year, and essentially, whenever you walk into a bar, you get a Guinness. That's just the default, and I didn't love that, but this one, much on the lighter side of things, it's an ale. It's like a citrus ale, which you definitely get the citrus hint out of it, which I do enjoy. I love the citrus types of beers. I'm much more of a, a light alcoholic drinker in general. I much prefer wine, like the sweeter type of stuff. So this has that sweet hint, which is cool. So I like that vibe. It does almost give you like a little bit of a heavier taste, though. So it's not up my alley. However, I would drink this again. So if there was something out there, especially like on a hotter day, this would be great because it's got that citrus vibe. So I'd go probably a seven, seven out of 10. Seven. Okay. That's pretty good. I, I, I taste it for that rating. Yeah. It's got a fun flavor. I definitely like it because I do like the wheat flavors as well in beer. It's like those light wheater, wheat flavor types of things and mixing that with citrus. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I do like it. I don't like that. I like, especially the wheat flavor. I'm not a big fan of. And if it's going to be citrusy, I need my citrus on the light side. So doesn't sound like something I particularly love, but uh, I definitely give it a try. I'm, I'll, I'll, I can drink just about anything. I'm not too picky, but uh, <laughs> but uh, definitely doesn't sound like my forte. Yeah, and I think uh, I think that's fair because yours doesn't sound super like my forte either with that that heavy dark thing, that parter porter you got going on. Maybe we'll switch. Maybe we'll have to start switching beers every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> we should do that. We should actually do some of these shows in person. Maybe we can do it at a brewery. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Get some flights and stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to figure that out at some point. But all right, man. This was fun. Thanks for hanging out and doing this, drinking a beer with me and talking about business. It's awesome. Hopefully we have some people chime in sometime. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to slowly build this, get an audience, help hold other people accountable as well. Should be a good little thing that we got going. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. All right, well, there you have it. 
Thanks for joining us on this little show slash episode of Accountability. Hopefully, this helps you stay more accountable in your personal and professional lives. I know it will for us. And if you're interested, you should join us in our Accountability Society Cappuccino group to take your accountability to the next level. That's where you can just stay in touch with us and other accountability nerds to ensure you're hitting your goals. If you are interested, you'll able to find an invite link in the latest accountability Twitter thread and in our podcast show notes. That's really just something. It's like an audio group where you can submit your thoughts in audio format and get other people's feedback. Let us know what you got going on. We can offer some insights and keep this conversation going after this show and podcast. But hopefully we'll see you there. All right, Drake, say something cool. Sign us off. Well, uh, I'm going to sit here, finish the rest of these 30 ounces. Um, if you're enjoying uh, listening along and are enjoying a beer as well, don't let it go to waste. Finish yours and uh, get some work done afterwards because I want to make sure you're getting everything that you say you want to get done, done. And I'm going to hold you accountable to that next week. Nice. Well, there you have it. We'll see you in the next one in one week. Peace. Peace.